News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. A surprise announcement from West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. The 76-year-old Democrat says he will not run for re-election in 2024. He made the announcement in a social media post in which he outlined his future plans. What I will be doing is traveling the country and speaking out to see if there is an interest in creating a movement to mobilize the middle. Manchin is the honorary co-chairman of No Labels. That's a collective that began as a centrist policy group. But he's now laying the groundwork for a possible independent campaign for the presidency. President Biden is facing a tough re-election fight now with less than a year left in the campaign. More from Bloomberg's Nathan Hager in Washington. President Biden is flooding the zone with campaign ads to beat back at voters' two biggest concerns about him, his age... In the middle of a war zone, Joe Biden showed the world what America is made of. ...and the economy. Today, unemployment is at record lows. Our economy leading the world. The tracking firm Ad Impact says the president's already spent $39 million, more than the last two presidents at this point in their re-election bids. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. The finance leaders of the U.S. and China have begun talks to set the groundwork for the Biden-Xi meetings next week at APEC. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story from San Francisco. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen meets again today here in San Francisco with Chinese Vice Premier Hu Lefong. She is saying the U.S. has no desire to break economic ties with China, but these two-day meetings are aimed at making progress on a slew of economic issues before the heads of state sit down. The White House has already said it does not expect any major breakthroughs, although would like some communication progress. China's main concerns in the supply chains and high tech, the U.S. focusing on fair competition in tech, as well as freedoms and the issue of Taiwan. In San Francisco, I'm Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. The stalemate on sending more aid to Ukraine is forcing the Pentagon to make some tough choices. That story from Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons. The Pentagon says it has burned through about 95 percent of the funding for Ukraine and has only one billion dollars left to replenish stockpiles of weapons that have been sent. Deputy Pentagon spokeswoman Sabrina Singh says they're now having to meter out support. She's urging Congress to break a deadlock and approve the Biden administration's $61.4 billion emergency funding request for Ukraine that's part of a larger package that includes aid to Israel and funding for the U.S.-Mexico border. House Republicans want the funding separated, an idea that the White House opposes. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says he's not fully confident that monetary policy has gone far enough in addressing inflation. Powell spoke at an IMF conference in Washington. If it becomes appropriate to tighten policy further, we will not hesitate to do so. We will continue to move carefully, however, allowing us to address both the risk of being misled by a few good months of data and the risk of over-tightening. Yields spiked across the Treasury curve on Powell's comments. China's biggest bank, ICBC, has been hit by a cyber attack, and the effects were felt far and wide. We get more from Bloomberg's Rashad Salamat in Hong Kong. The hack forced clients of what is the world's largest bank to reroute transactions. A large number of trades in U.S. Treasuries were prevented from being cleared. It left brokers and traders scrambling to assess the extent of the impact of the cyber attack. There are reports of liquidity being affected and speculation continues to mount that the issues were a catalyst for a very poor auction of 30-year bonds. Sources say ICBC alerted clients that trading was being impacted. This is a state-owned bank which said that its U.S. subsidiary appears to also have been affected. ICBC is said to have hired cybersecurity firm Mandiant and has been offered assistance from the FBI. In Hong Kong, I'm Rashad Salamat, 
Bloomberg Radio. Amazon and Meta Platforms are testing a feature that lets shoppers buy Amazon products directly from ads on Instagram and Facebook. The story from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. The initiative, which involves asking consumers to link their Amazon accounts to their social media profiles, could make Meta more attractive to advertisers and let Amazon attract more shoppers from outside its web store. The unprecedented partnership between the two companies also could help them fend off challenges from TikTok, which has launched a U.S. e-commerce marketplace, as well as such Chinese upstarts as Timu and Xi'an. In New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.